Welcome to the Mountain Brew Baptist Church Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. Today is the final day in our Advent devotional guide, and we'll conclude the book of Isaiah by reading Isaiah chapter 66. Thus says the Lord, Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. What is the house that you would build for me, and what is the place of my rest? All these things my hand has made, and so all these things came to be, declares the Lord. But this is the one to whom I will look. He who is humble and contrite in spirit and trembles at my word. He who slaughters an ox is like one who kills a man. He who sacrifices a lamb like one who breaks a dog's neck. He who presents a grain offering like one who offers pig's blood. He who makes a memorial offering of frankincense like one who blesses an idol. These have chosen their own ways and their soul delights in their abominations. I also will choose harsh treatment for them and bring their fears upon them, because when I called, no one answered. When I spoke, they did not listen, but they did what was evil in my eyes and chose that in which I did not delight. Hear the word of the Lord, you who tremble at his word. Your brothers who hate you and cast you out for my name's sake have said, Let the Lord be glorified, that we may see your joy. But it is they who shall be put to shame. The sound of an uproar from the city, a sound from the temple, the sound of the Lord, rendering recompense to his enemies. Before she was in labor, she gave birth. Before her pain came upon her, she delivered a son. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall a land be born in one day? Shall a nation be brought forth in one moment? For as soon as Zion was in labor, she brought forth her children. Shall I bring to the point of birth and not cause to bring forth, says the Lord? Shall I who cause to bring forth shut the womb, says your God? Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her. Rejoice with her in joy, all you who mourn over her, that you may nurse and be satisfied from her consoling breast, that you may drink deeply with delight from her glorious abundance. For thus says the Lord, Behold, I will extend peace to her like a river, and the glory of the nations like an overflowing stream. And you shall nurse, you shall be carried upon her hip and bounced upon her knees. As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. You shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. Your bones shall flourish like the grass. And the hand of the Lord shall be known to his servants, and he shall show his indignation against his enemies. For behold, the Lord will come in fire, and his chariots like the whirlwind, to render his anger and fury, and his rebuke with flames of fire. For by fire will the Lord enter into judgment, and by his sword with all flesh. And those slain by the Lord shall be many. Those who sanctify and purify themselves to go into the gardens, following one in the midst, eating pig's flesh and the abomination and mice, shall come to an end together, declares the Lord. For I know their works and their thoughts, and the time is coming to gather all nations and tongues. And they shall come and shall see my glory. And I will set a sign among them. And from them I will send survivors to the nations of Tarshish, Pool, and Lud, who draw the bow to Tibal and Javan, to the coastlands far away, and they have not heard my fame or seen my glory. And they shall declare my glory among the nations, and they shall bring all your brothers from all the nations as an offering to the Lord, on horses and in chariots and in litters and on mules and on dromedaries, to my holy mountain Jerusalem, says the Lord. Just as the Israelites bring their grain offering in a clean vessel to the house of the Lord, and some of them also I will take for priests and for Levites, says the Lord. For as the new heavens and the new earth that I make shall remain before me, says the Lord, so shall your offspring and your name remain. 
From new moon to new moon, and from Sabbath to Sabbath, all flesh shall come to worship before me, declares the Lord. And they shall go out and look on the dead bodies of the men who have rebelled against me. For their worms shall not die, their fire shall not be quenched, and they shall be an abhorrence to all flesh. Today's devotion is titled, A Humble People. It is no secret that I am a baseball fan. My love for baseball is not something I have had my entire life. Instead, my love for baseball was birthed through my son, Webb. For as long as I can remember, Webb has loved the game, and I am grateful for the sport because it has been something that has given us many, many hours together. In addition to helping me strengthen my relationship with Webb, baseball is also a game with many parallels to life. For example, I once read somewhere that there are two kinds of baseball players, those who are humble and those who are about to be. You see, baseball is a game of failure, and you never completely master it. One day, you might be on a tear at the plate, and hitting seems almost effortless. The next day, you go 0-4 and feel as if you will never get another hit. According to the saying I mentioned earlier, the key to baseball is to stay humble and realize that baseball rewards those who stick with it over the long haul. Staying humble is also an important part of the Christian life. In these verses in Isaiah, we learn that the Lord looks on those who are humble and contrite in spirit and who tremble at His word. Our salvation is not something we can earn through our own acts of righteousness, and the Lord's forgiveness is not a thing we can purchase through a multitude of sacrifices, no matter how extravagant. Instead, we are dependent on God's grace and mercy extended to us through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Paul writes that if we could save ourselves through our obedience, then Jesus Christ died for no purpose. Christmas is a powerful reminder that we are not able to save ourselves. No, we needed God to do something for us that we could never do on our own. The recognition of this truth should create humble and contrite hearts in us. As followers of Jesus, we ought to be the most humble people in the world. May the Lord give us humble hearts as we seek to faithfully follow Him in the coming year. Will you pray with me? Father, we thank You that You are a God who is high and holy and lifted up, but that You draw near to those who are humble and lowly and contrite of heart. We pray that You would remind us of the grace You've extended to us and that we might be humble and kind and generous people, that we might extend the same grace to others that You've extended to us. Through Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. Wayne, thank you so much for reading for us these last couple of days and for finishing out the Advent Devotional Guide, Glory, as we walked through the last part of Isaiah. I want to hear a little bit, ask everybody else these questions. So even though we're past Christmas, I want to know what one of your favorite Christmas traditions is. I'm going to give you two. Okay. My first Christmas tradition that I love the most, both of them relate to the church, is the Living Nativity. I love everything about the living nativity, being outside, the crowds coming, telling the story, and it's become so familiar to me that at parts uh, during the presentation, I try to see how much of the script I can recite. So it's become just a huge part of my Christmas tradition. And then the Christmas Eve candlelight communion services that we have, those are really a highlight of my year. And so those are two things that mean a lot to me and that have become an important part of Christmas for me. What about a favorite Christmas food or something that you look forward to? One of my favorite Christmas foods is something that you make. It's the Ritz crackers with peanut butter dipped in almond bark. I don't know that it's necessarily a Christmas food, but it seems that we have them most of the year at Christmas, and they are wonderful. Well, you know I got that recipe from your Meemaw, I think. Mm. Maybe that's Didn't why she I like make them, them so much. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, I want to know a little bit more about your season of life. This is kind of weird because we're married, but tell me a little bit about your family, how we can be praying for them. Uh, It's a really sweet season of life. My family is doing great. Webb's in the eighth grade, so baseball season's just around the corner, so we're all excited about that in our family. Eleanor's in the fifth grade, and she's also into sports, and so softball season is next, so she's excited about playing softball this year. And little May... um, I tell people that every day is May's best day, and uh, she's just such a joy and brings so much happiness to our home. And so everybody is doing really well, and I'm just so grateful for that. Tell us a little bit about this season of ministry in the life of the church. Well, I'm about to start my third year as senior minister here at Mountain Brook Baptist Church. In some ways, as I say that, it's really hard for me to believe It just seems like it's uh, the first two years have gone really quickly, but it's been so great. The Lord has been so gracious and blessed our church. Uh, New people are coming. I feel like people are growing deeper in their relationship with the Lord and with each other and excited about this next season. Lord willing, in March, our building campaign will start to become a reality as the project actually gets underway. And it's something that all of us have felt a lot of anticipation and excitement about. And I'm so grateful for all the leaders in our church who have worked very hard to help us make this a reality and all the faithful members who have committed to give financially to support it. And so I am really excited about the project getting started in March. And that'll be a huge focus of mine in the coming year. You kind of answered my next question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What are some ways that we can come alongside you in this new year to help support your ministry? I think at the beginning of a year, it's always good to focus again on some of the basics and the things that are important for every member at Mount Brook Baptist Church. Uh, when I meet with people who are considering membership here, I try to keep a few things before them as expectations uh, for members. And so maybe it's a good time to restate those for all of us. One of the things that I say is that if you're in town, showing up to participate in worship is important. I know that all of us are busy, all of us travel, but if you're here and you can be in worship and in Sunday school, it makes such a difference to our ministry on Sundays. So that would be really helpful and encouraging to what we're doing. I encourage members to be involved in a small group, and that can be Sunday school and or our growth groups. But it's important for us to be in community with each other. Um, I read the book of Proverbs almost every day. And one of the things that I read recently that stood out to me is that wise people are those who don't isolate themselves, um, but they live in community with other people. And so Sunday school growth groups are an effort to surround ourselves with other people so that we can be known more fully with all of our fears and anxieties and hopes and dreams and encouraged in our faith, and so that we can do that for other people, um, so that we can be a source of encouragement and support and wisdom in their lives. Then I ask members to serve in some way. Church is very much a volunteer organization, and it only happens as church members freely give of their time and talents and treasures to make ministry happen. And so thinking about ways that you can serve in the life of our church. And it could be everything from handing out worship guides to serving on the sound committee to streaming the services to volunteering in our children or youth ministry to leading a growth group. And so serving and being actively involved is really important. And giving financially. Church is something that happens. And I think it's beautiful that it happens this way, that we don't charge people dues or send out statements of what they owe. But people respond to God's grace and generosity 
as the Holy Spirit's at work, and they freely give of tithes and offerings to support the work of the church. And so encouraging church members to continue to be faithful, uh, to steward their resources in a way that makes ministry possible and makes ministry happen here at our church. And finally, invite people to come. Every time someone joins the church, I tell them that our church is a better place because they're here. And one of the reasons we're a better place because they're here is that they have influence and relationships that we didn't have before they came. And part of building on those relationships is to invite people to come and be a part of what God's doing here in our church. So I think it's really, really important for church members as they're experiencing God and community in this place to be faithful to invite others to come and participate in what they've found. Thank you, Wayne, for sharing those things, reminding us of what it means to be a member here at Mountain Brook Baptist. Let's end this Advent devotional guide with one more prayer. Will you pray with me? Father, I thank you for my brothers and sisters who have been listening along to your word in Isaiah for us. I pray, Lord, that as we continue on in the coming days listening to your word, that you would give us big ears to listen and eyes to see what you have for us in the pages of Scripture. I pray specifically for Wayne and his ministry. I thank you for him as a husband and as a pastor. I just ask, Lord, that you would continue to give him a sense of your presence with him. Lord, as he preaches to us, Lord, speak to him by your Holy Spirit and do the work in us that only you can do by your power the resurrection power that lives in our Lord and Savior. And it's in his name that we pray. Amen.